Good morning, Africa, and the world at large. Today is Sunday, the 29th of May in the year 2022, and it is another time and another moment on our program, Sunday morning with Emmanuel Mensah. It is your divine right to know the truth, to set yourself free. Today, we are going to look at another topic, or the topic I'll be speaking to you on is the wrestling between the biblical Jacob and the angel, its true meaning and relevance to you. I repeat that I repeat the topic for today is the wrestling between the biblical Jacob and the angel, its true meaning and relevance to you. Yes, so as I've been doing over the past weeks, uh, it is uh, my desire and uh, also a calling by God to present this truth to my fellow Africans and the world at large. Whoever is in need of uh, self-improvement uh, and self-advancement in life, the Bible is a book that was written for the development and the progress of mankind. And all people who read it and understand it from the metaphysical or the spiritual perspective, but not only making it a religious uh, book, will benefit from it and make their life beautiful and wonderful. So, uh, what I'm, uh, I am not running a church once again, but I'm only presenting universal truths that are applicable to all men and women, just as. Gravity is applicable to all men and women, regardless of who we are. In the same way, these laws, the laws and the principles outlined in the Bible, are applicable to every man or woman on earth here for your own good and for the improvement and the advancement of your life. So today we are going to look at another important character in the Bible, and that is Jacob. Jacob is someone that is, is, is really featured and he plays a very important role if you come to the Judaism or the people of Israel and uh, even in Christianity. Yeah, Jacob plays a very important or key role in this, uh, this thing, in this setup. So Jacob, we are told that in the Bible, we are told in the Bible that Jacob and his brother, his twin brother Esau, and when they grew up in the hands of their father Isaac and their mother Rebekah, Jacob actually was the younger one, but he took advantage of the elder brother. In the first place, he actually deceived him to take away his birthright. And then also, with the help of the mother, deceived the father to take the blessing that belongs to his older brother, elder brother, who is Esau. So we told that they went away, the ma the, their mother and father uh, uh, transitioned into the spiritual world, but they were still alive. So Jacob eventually settled with his uncle, Laban, and then Esau too was somewhere in their lands. And so Jacob went and served his uncle and became successful. And he decided to return, to, uh, return home where he belonged, but first, he, has, he had to make peace with his brother, for he had actually um, offended him in, in two ways. So to this, these two uh, issues must be uh, resolved 
or he must find a peace arrangement or agreement with his brother. So he set off and on his way he came up with an idea. So he came up with a plan. Those of you that have time, you can read the whole uh, book, uh, the whole chapter of Genesis chapter 32 and you will see what I'm talking about. So on his way, he came up with a plan in order to get to the brother. But because he was afraid, he, he did it in stages. So we are told that he sent for all his, he, he divided his property that he wanted to give to the brother as gifts and send them forth in the batches. And then eventually sent forth his wife and children in addition. And then he was left in the camp that they were living in that area. And on that night, after all the people have left him alone in the camp, another, a man appeared and started wrestling with him. So we are told that he wrestled with this man until it was almost daybreak and the man wanted to depart. But Jacob said, I am not going to let you go but until you bless me. So if you read uh, verse 27, you actually see that, that the man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. So this is, the, this is just from the Bible, and these are the words of the angel or the man that Jacob wrestled with. After he has done everything and uh, he fought with him, Jacob actually forced him to bless him. And before that, the man actually uh, broke his leg. And then after he broke his leg, he, he also gave him another name that now from now going, you no longer be called Jacob, but your name will be Israel because you wrestle with God and man and overcome. And that, that was the new beginning, the new life of Jacob. And that gave him the courage to appear before his brother, overcame that challenge, and he became what he came. And the name Israel, out of this name, out of Jacob, that the, the, the nation, uh, according to the Bible, came out, the, the nation Israel came out. So this is the story. And we all know it. What does it mean in our life? What does this story actually come to give you in your life? If you just read it, what I'm read it, after I've explained and you know the story, you can recite it, you can actually make music make songs and other things with it what do you gain from it but as we have always said everything has its deeper meaning in the bible everything in the bible every story every picture every uh, uh, character in the bible has its deeper meaning or inner meaning to you the reader and all of us and today i'm going to explain to you what these two characters mean in your life jacob is you and the angel is your, uh, your difficulty, a problem, a challenge that you may be facing. And even if you look at what Jacob, the person that the character in the, in the story was dealing with, was a difficult situation. And in that case, he has to come to terms with it that whatever it is, he, 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 he was to be blessed out of the situation. And out of that, the angel appeared. So the angel is the problem, the difficulties that are sent into your life. 
So in our lives, we are confronted by difficulties, challenges. And every challenge has its opportunity. And as I've mentioned it several times in uh, my episodes, uh, Thomas Edison said that opportunities comes in sack clothes. They come and they look like work. But it is only the determined one who will take the stand and unwrap all of them to get to actual thing. And then when they get to the actual thing, they eventually see that, no, it is not a problem, but it is an opportunity that is was sent to me. And that is the angel of God that has been sent to you. So the angel in the Bible is, is uh, as it is stated with Jacob, are your difficulties. And so you have to wrestle with your difficulties and tell the difficulty that whatever situation you're going through, that you have to bless me. And as I've been saying all the time, every situation has an answer. And anyone who will be able to stand to figure out the answer to his difficulty, solve one of the world's problems, and he'll be blessed for that. And for that matter, you need to wrestle with it. You need to stand. The difficulties may come, the challenges may come, the pain, the suffering. You have to go through that. And that is a wrestling that Jacob did with the man. But at a day at daybreak, just at the appearing of the morning, your victory will come. Just as Jacob's victory came, he was blessed and was given a new name. The new name given to Jacob. And even the new identity, the new uh, the man breaking his leg is something that is very significant in our lives. So every man or woman that goes through a difficult, difficult situation, a challenge, he comes out with a new identity. And people would, that is when people will begin to say, oh, is this not the man that we used to know? He used to sit here. Oh, look at how he has been so successful. Now people will no longer see you as that non-entity, as that good-for-nothing person, but they will now see you from a, through a different lens. And that is the new identity. Jacob, those who knew him, didn't see him after this episode as he used to be. But he was limping. He was given a new identity. And also he was given a new name. So your outlook, your every of your physical environment will change. And that is the identity, the new uh, physical appearance of Jacob. Every of your physical situation will change. You will not be regarded as, you will see that your friends will no longer be poor people, they will be rich people, great people, because of that thing that you are giving to the world. You will see that people in your circles will change. Even people who used to be with you begin to drift away because you're a new man, you're a different person now. And that is the new identity. That is the new outlook. Then the name that you'll be given, if you are poor, you become a rich man. You have a new name. If you are sick, you become a healthy person. That is a new name. Whatever situation, whatever condition you are going through, as soon as you get a solution to it, that solution turns your situation from the old to the new. So you become a new creation. You become a new creature. And that is the meaning of Jacob wrestling with this angel or this man in this part of the Bible. And he was blessed and given a new name. There is something going on in your life. There is a difficulty. There is a challenge. There is a situation that is in your life that 
you need to give it the right perspective, the right mental attitude, the right attitude that to meet this. And you will realize that this particular challenge has not come to harm you, but it has come to bless you, to turn you into something different. And but you, the only way you can come to this is to wrestle with it. Is to wrestle with it. So the Bible says that Jacob wrestled with the man. He wrestled with the man, and eventually he was proclaimed, or he was declared that he has fought with man and God, and he had overcome. So when you stand and fight your challenges, you'll be declared that you fought with man and God, and you have overcome, and therefore you have a new identity and you have a new name. That is the meaning of this. However you will see this in, in your life, or however people use it to preach to you, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's good to know the stories. Whatever they will say to you, with that, it's just that kind of, uh, what do we call it? Something to whip your emotions and just to make you happy and that. Yeah, good. But the real meaning is what I'm presenting to you. The real meaning is that your difficulties, your challenges are the angels of God sent to you in your life. And you have to wrestle with these challenges by using your mind. Using your mind. There are a lot of people who have gone through, uh, who have moved from difficult situations to become successful people in their lives. People wrote others off. The whole community, humanity wrote people off. They came from that and became the hero, heroes of the world. And so it is in your life. You are here to win. You are here to overcome. But until you wrestle with your challenges, the right mental attitude is that my challenges are my, my blessings. Therefore, I am going to seek answers for them. The one that is in me, God working and powering me, God working through me and powering me, has the answer to it. All I have to do is to ask, and I will be given. And the moment you ask, the moment you ask by going deep into yourself and aligning yourself with your higher self the bigger you the god in you the christ in you the solution will be given to you and once the solution comes you become a hero you become a new person with a new identity with a new name and that is the meaning of it so that is at our individual levels and this also goes into our collective level community society and as I've been doing, the focus is on Africa. Africans, we are faced with difficulties, challenges. And as I've been saying, if you come to this part of the world, if you go to, to uh, the U.S. in particular, and you go to the U.K., Europe, you will see what this uh, story is playing out in people's lives. There are so many names that I wouldn't even have time to mention, but you can do your own research. They were facing challenges. And so that they saw these challenges as the angel of God. And therefore, they embraced them. They didn't pray them away. They didn't go, go after each other that they were witches and wizards. They were using juju against each other. No, they embraced them and began to seek uh, the solutions to this problem. They rest with these challenges. And after they overcame them, or after the, the problem eventually blessed them, they got a new identity. And that is how they became developed well. That is how they became superpowers. Don't forget, look at the significance of the time that the man left Jacob. It was just at daybreak. In the same way, 
you will wrestle with your challenges at the point that you look that everything is good every everything is over and that is when your victory comes the time that you are about to throw in the towel that is when your victory comes. do not give up but as jacob did wrestle with it and said i stand i stand and i am going to hold on until what i'm looking for comes to me this is the real mental attitude and that is the the mental attitude that all men and women that we know everywhere that they have developed their lives used to develop their lives so the idea that in africa we pack ourselves we go from one end to the other we pack ourselves in churches buildings and whatever praying away our difficulties without using our minds to address them it's a, it's a kind of mental sickness and kind of ignorance. We are here to face challenges and to, to overcome them. As MNC said, difficulties are there to be surmounted. We are supposed to surmount difficulties and overcome them, just as Jacob did. Whatever situation that we are going through, the answer is in our own mentality, in our own life. And until we begin to seek the, these answers and get the answers and use this to improve our life, we will not go anywhere. We will not go anywhere. Difficulties are just like work that has been given to you. But when you begin to over, I mean, work on it, you're unwrapping each layer by layer, you will see that there is a goal that is well passed in the middle that it was well designed for you. And when the goal becomes comes into your hand, you become a new person. And that is how it is in Africa. All our difficulties and challenges, if men and women will stand up and take the truth and begin to wrestle with them, one person take one challenge and say that this is my area. I'm going to wrestle with it until I get a solution for my people. He develops something. It becomes a world-class thing that it is coming from Africa. Then the, the, the angel of God has blessed us, has blessed Africa through that person. In the same way, another person take one, another person take one. Then we see us being blessed by this angel of God. And when all of us are blessed by the, our angels, what do we come? Africa becomes a developed world. This is the only template by which we can make ourselves great. We can make Africa great again as it was in the time of the Egyptians. So my brother, my sister, the Bible is a book that was given to liberate us from our difficulties. That was given to teach and guide us in our lives to make our life better. Whatever other people have done, this is the truth that they know. And this truth has been represented in different versions, in different uh, traditions and whatever. And most people know. And so they use it, they adapt into it. And Africa, where did they know? And even after now, we don't know. Let everything fall on the ground in Africa. Either we, we blame people or we blame evil forces. We don't sit down to, I mean, embrace or to confront our challenges and begin to work and sift through them and say that I am looking for a solution. These challenges that we are having in Africa are the angels of God that have been sent to us. And if we wrestle with it, if we wrestle with it, but not running to other people for help, but wrestling with it and then go through all difficulties, but just before daybreak, just before the morning sun appear, we will get our breakthrough. 
and we will set ourselves free and we will rise to become just like any other nation or continent. This is the truth. You will, need to, you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So my fellow African young men, young men and women, those of you coming out of university education, we didn't know growing up in, uh, in Ghana and uh, um, going through university up to the point I completed and migrated to the United Kingdom. I didn't know this. None of my people, my fellows, we didn't know this. But now the, the, the knowledge has come to us. Unemployment is an opportunity if you look at it from the right perspective and begin to work on something on your heart. Do not complain. Do not insult people. Do not look for your, I mean, good from people, but begin to work on something that is on your heart. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the resources. But all you need is to develop this idea and develop it well and present it to people. You will see that within a couple of weeks or a couple of years, you will turn yourself into someone who has uh, the owner of an empire. There are a lot of people. I can give names. And if I think to begin, Thomas Edison was one. Thomas Edison was actually, he didn't actually go to school. It was the mom that homeschooled him, that he was, he had a, a, a challenging behavior, so they couldn't contain him in a, in a classroom. But after the mother's help, he became an inventor. That is how someone turned his difficulties into opportunities and saved America and the world by giving us a ball. In the same way, if you go to America, there is a, 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 a farm, a farm company, a farming company called the Jones Farms. This Jones Farms was established when Mr. Jones was sick, bedridden. It was when he was in bed that he got an idea and got a recipe and gave it to his children and they began working on it and that became his empire. His, it was 18 something. This company is still existing in America. Out of the difficulties, he came up with this. And I, I, I shared in one of my episodes uh, about John Boyle Dunlop, the owner of Dunlop Ties. He also had a problem, a challenge. The son was riding a tricycle. It was not comfortable. How could I make this comfortable for my son? So he went on. He wrestled with the situation and came up with what? Inflatable ties. There are millions of examples I can give to you. The, um, the, the owner of Virgin Atlantic, Virgin, Virgin Companies, uh, Charles Bramson, he was diagnosed as dyslexia. He had difficulties in uh, school. But today, he actually even sent people into space. How can that be? He wrestled with his difficulties. He wrestled with his difficulties. And he came out successful. Bill Gates, we, we all know that his first attempt at setting up a business, he failed. He failed. But out of that, he came back. And today, we know Bill Gates. Abraham Lincoln, he went on from failure to failure to failure to failure, eventually became one of the greatest presidents in the whole world. These are examples. They are littered all over. Even right now in our days, you have people who have, whose names have been written off. They wrestle with it as Jacob did. 
and the angel blessed them. And when the angel blessed them, it, they were given a new name and they were given a new identity. People who call you names, people who call you that, that will no longer call you that as soon as your problem becomes an opportunity. You turn it, you, it's, this is a deliberate creation. In the same way, Africa will no longer be a, underdeveloped. A continent that people are fighting everywhere, killing each other. A continent that we only hear only bad news. But when people come to Africa and our we, we have taken our difficulties and solved them and turned them into opportunities, they will not have any negative thing to write. And therefore, Africa will be exalted and say that we are amongst the greats. This is the truth of life. There is Life is beautiful. Life is wonderful. And life is a game. And only those who play this game and play it well are those who will be successful and know who will rule the world. Life is a game. And when I say it's a game, it's about knowing the principles, the laws and principles of the universe and adapting it along with them. It's like you are going up. Those of us, the people in Africa and all the third world countries, like we are going against the flow of the stream. So always we are pedaling. We are pedaling with all our force. But the more we try, the more the current takes us back. Even sometimes it overruns you and then you lose your life. All we have to do is what? To turn and flow with the, with the river and flow with the stream. And as we go downstream, you know that whenever the river goes, there is nothing upstream. It sweeps everything downstream. It is only downstream that you do your discoveries. And it is the same way. As soon as we begin to stop fighting against our difficulties, Africans will, be, will, 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 will cease, will stop praying and, I mean, chanting against their difficulties, but begin to use their minds and to work on it. That is flowing along, just get going in the direction of the current. And the current gives us discoveries. We take us to places that we do more discoveries. Then we will begin to rise and become great and become great and be recognized and to be considered. So that is the truth, both in your life as an individual and in our lives collectively. As, as, as people or as Africans, there is no other way. There is no way. There is no other way that we can use to empower and liberate ourselves except looking for these universal truths and applying them in our lives. And applying them in our lives. It is quite interesting that on our own soil, we will sit down and play this game of juju or whatever, evil spirit, witchcraft or whatever. But whenever we come to this part of the world, we'll forget all those and then fit into this part, into the system. When they, we bring things from here, they bring things from here and bring it to Africa. We don't talk about this, that juju and whatever. So what are we doing to ourselves? Every difficulty that we have on the land of Africa is a blessing to us. And if we will get up to look for solutions to these problems, we would turn Africa into a superpower, a continent that people would love to come and live and dwell and have life with us because we have risen and we have now come to our senses that we have stopped peddling upstream, but we are only just going downstream and enjoying the flow of the river, the flow of the current. The current is there. Now it is the current that is taking us to our destination. 
We are here to enjoy. We are here to overcome. We are here to fight and overcome. We are here to fight and become warriors and become great. You are a superhuman being. Believe it or not, God has made you an unconquerable soul. And therefore, whatever that comes to you, you have the ability to overcome it. Don't run away. Don't run away, my brother, my sister, my younger brothers and sisters in Africa. This is not time for you, for, for you to begin to run away from Africa, the Africa itself. That idea, that mentality is the wrong mentality. Take it out of your mind. Africa is a blessed continent. You are in the richest continent right now. All you have to do is to know the truth and apply it in your life and make yourself great and make Africa great. Africa is not hell. Africa is not closer to hell. It is like that because we do not know the truth. It is like that because we don't know how to apply the truth. And today, this truth has come to you. My brother, my sister, get up. Stand up. Let us rise up and build our land. Let us rise up and build our land. And that is by taking our challenges. If you come to this part of the world, Canada in particular, U.S., and it is in winter, then you will see cold. What do they do? They took this, something that we will call as life-threatening, and turned it into a game, sports. They play hockey on, the, on, in, on ice. They do all those things. In the, uh, winter, that is when people go for skiing in the snow. They have snowboard. Oh, a lot. They've developed different types of games that is making more, is generating more revenue, and even helping people to become, and, I mean, to make to do to, 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 to become happy. What are we doing with our own? The African sun is there. Look at our beaches, look at our coastline, look at our rivers. Why can't we develop them into something that people will come and enjoy? Why can't we develop sports based on the African mind? Now people we can also take it to Olympics that this is what we are used, we are doing in Africa, and therefore it should be a world game. Look, all these things are happening, but we are seeing them as difficulties. God doesn't like it. That is where we found us. We find them in our lives. But no, that is not the truth. God loves us. These are challenges. This is God asking you that my son, my daughter, ask. Begin to come closer to me, and I'll bless you. Begin to take the, 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 the wrappers off, and you will see that I'm in the middle, and you will see me. Come, come. God is calling on everyone. So my brother, my younger my younger brothers and sisters, this is no time. It is about time that we stop, I mean, trooping to Europe and North America that we are coming for greener pastures. There is nothing green anymore here. The greener pastures is in Africa, and that is we developing our land. The time that this place is called Greener Pasture, America and Canada, was when they came here and they developed here that this place was booming. Now there is nothing booming here. Unemployment, everything, it's just the same as in Africa, but we have lands we have forests we have everything that we have but they don't have it here if we're able to get up and develop ours then our place becomes the place of opportunity the african dream the american they created the american dream we can also create the african dream but it is only when we embrace our difficulties they embrace their challenges out of these difficulties they do a lot of things they put train underground and becomes wonders. We come and watch it and say, oh, I've been to York, New York, and I know New York underground. I've been to London, and I know London underground. 
it was a challenge. This was a problem. As the angel wrestled with Jacob, they wrestled with it. And now they've come up with this magnificent things. What are we doing? What are we doing in Africa? We have all that any group of people needs in their life to be successful. The only thing that we are, we are lacking now is, is the right mindset, the mentality to make things work. And the mentality is what I'm giving to you. Do not listen to the, do not read these Bible verses and just read it as a story. Whatever they will use it to preach to you in your church, that is fair enough. But today I'm giving you another perspective, a deeper layer. Take it and apply, I mean, apply it in your lives. Apply it in your lives. Whatever difficult, whatever challenges you are facing is there to push you to think and to ask God for ideas. And if you stand and develop this and develop this and believe that you are, it is your divine right to rise from that level to become whatever you become, you will become. There is no doubt about this. And no one can dispute it. People that we hear, people that we are reading, people that we are praising, people that we are singing, that they have done well, they are great. This is what they knew and this is what they applied. So my brother, my sister, my younger brothers, African young men and women, this is not time for us to be doing this kind of debilitating attitude, especially parents, mothers and fathers, stop, I mean, sending your children for, to that they should go for greener pastures. This is the time we need to begin to groom our children and begin to educate our children on how to turn our difficulties, our challenges into opportunities. Opportunities. The real opportunity, the real opportunity is the one that comes in the form of a difficulty. And when you overcome it and become up with a solution, you become a hero. The opportunity that you go and look for a job is not an opportunity. Yeah, that is opportunity for the ordinary person. But you, you are not born ordinary. You are born as a conqueror. You are born as a great person. You are born to make, you are born to do, you are born to create. So get up, get up. Get up, my brother and sister, my fellow African. This is the time. Now the politicians, now the uh, preacher men or whatever, begin to tell the people the truth. Begin to seek the truth. If you don't know, begin to seek the truth. The truth will set every one of us free. You are there to do something beautiful. You are there, you are in that position to do something great for humanity. Therefore, stop deceiving people. The idea that you will see our leaders Packing their children, sending their children overseas to attend university and others, and, and be, with the mind that they are going for better education, is one of the wrong mindset that any group of people can ever conceive. If you cannot stand as a leader and, I mean, better your own system, educational system that you are running, and let your child go through it and become someone, but you're going to taking your child to somewhere to get a better education, then you are a failure. You are number one failure. And this is what our leaders have been doing. They pack their children because they know they can afford. They have to stay there. Yeah, but that is not the truth. Our difficulties are there to bless us. So as you the minister, as you the president, as you the leader, how are you embracing these difficulties and how are you using them? We should, you, our leaders should be, I mean, leaders, leadership by example. Wherever you take, you hear our people, bra our leaders bragging that their children are doing well in Harvard, their children are doing this and that and that. That is the weak mindset. That is the weak mind thinking. You are a leader. You are leading a, 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 a nation. 
that it has its own education system and you cannot brag how your child is doing well in your own education system that is someone who doesn't know he is but unfortunately that is what our people are doing right from the top to the bottom anything that is not coming from africa is good but anything that is coming out of africa is not good and it's true it is it is, it is a fact because we don't think we don't attach to our work so this is the time of awakening this is a time of repentance as jesus christ said repent for the kingdom of god is at hand let us repent and begin to look at life from the right perspective jacob wrestled with the angel the angel is your difficulty jacob is you wrestle with your difficulties and come up with a solution and when you come up with a solution you will see that the angel has blessed you force it to bless you when you are blessed you get a new identity and you get a new name people that call you the poor man or oh, go to that poor man this is that that man in this uh, they'll go to oh, this, this big man that they call, begin to call you big man that is your new identity that is your new identity so we are here to use the bible to improve our life to make ourselves great and to make our nations great but not to terrorize it unfortunately the people who holds the Bible are only singing, I mean, making noises, long speeches, and then making the people poor. Now, but that is not it. When the Bible says that my people are, my people perish for lack of understanding, that is exactly what I'm telling you. So whatever you are getting from your church, whatever you are getting from where, today I'm giving you another layer. I'm not asking you to leave your church, but I'm asking you to have a different perspective and add another layer of these biblical verses, biblical truths in your life. Apply them and when you become rich, you can actually bless your church. Don't let them deceive you. No one can pray you what these kind of promises and whatever prophecies are. They no, they, no, no. They, they can't give you anything. But whatever you are looking for is in you. The challenges that they are prophesizing that it is your mom, it is your father, it is your grandpa who is doing it, that challenge is there to bless you. So that one who is telling you that your your your, your difficulty, whatever you are going through, is the work of someone, is just an ignorant person who doesn't know what he's doing. So just listen to the person and let it go to the other end. But tell yourself that I am, I know where my power is. My divinity is God in me. Therefore, by God's power in me, I overcome it and bless my man and bless every human being around me. That is the truth. So Africa is great. But we have to bring this greatness out. And that is by embracing our challenges, our difficulties. As I was saying, if you come to North America, everything that you will see, if you go to America, Canada, and US, UK, and whatever, everything you see that is beautiful came out of a certain difficulty. Someone was having a problem. A group of people were having problems. Then they came up with a solution. They came up with something. That thing came to wipe out the problem. And that becomes the key. Yeah, it becomes a discovery. They are blessed. It makes, gives them comfort and it gives them money. It gives them uh, revenue. That is the truth of life. So Africa, right from any man, I am not against anyone. I am not condemning anyone, but I'm calling on everyone in Africa to come to our senses and to come to the realization that we've done everything. The only thing we are not doing is confronting our challenges and believing that we have the power and the ability just like any other person to solve them. And now is the hour. Now is the time for us to tend to that. And that is the truth. 
that will set every one of us free. We are, we, our children, our brothers, our sisters will no longer complete universities and then pack themselves in boats and perish on high seas, die in deserts. That is not the truth. That is not how God brought us here for. That is not what God brought us here for. We are creating our own realities. And this is the time for us to create the realities deliberately by looking for what we are looking, taking what we are looking for and create it as we want it. This is the truth. And the Bible is there to guide us. So that is my message for you today. Read the whole uh, chapter of Genesis uh, 32 and get your own, uh, do, read it for your own understanding and then begin to walk in this diet. You see how Jacob, this story is completely you. It's completely you and I, every one of us. Everyone is in that picture. And all of us put together, Africa is in that picture. Africans and those that don't use their minds to solve their problem, they get up and they look for people to help them. And once we begin to do wrestle with our challenges and difficulties, we'll become masters. We will have a new identity. We'll have a new identity that they will parcel Africa as poor people. That anything that can people, some rich people, some people have to put themselves together to gather things and bring it to us. And so they always bring the low quality. They always bring the low quality to Africa because we are not, we are not confronting our problems. It's very sad. And this is the time that we have to rise up. My fellow Africans, right from the leadership to the bottom, the king and the chief or the queens or whatever, we are, we are calling on each other. This is the time. We are not fighting against each other, but we are going to work cooperatively to bring our good that is buried in our lives into the world. And that is by embracing and confronting our challenges. That is the truth. And the truth sets free. So that is my message for you today. The biblical Jacob and the angel, they are wrestling. That is the meaning for you. That is the true relevance. So do not walk in ignorance again. Particularly my fellow young men and women that are coming out of university. Don't complete university and take on the tag as unemployed graduate. It is a time that you are taking yourself deliberately. You can take yourself out of it by beginning to walk in the direction that I am telling you. What is, in, what is on your heart? What do you want to do in life? What idea do you have? Begin to seek idea. And you see that you will even be one of the people that will help to find this graduate unemployment because you're going to set up something beautiful, something great, that you employ all other people coming later. And that is how the wild, that is how the world runs. So this is Emmanuel Kojo Mensa. I am calling upon you. I am just an African. An African like you. That I find myself in a developed world. But as I said the other day, as Jeremiah and Nehemiah's heart troubled about the walls of Israel, in the same way, I, Emmanuel Mensah, and my wife, my unfailing, unbreakable rip, and all Eagle members, Eagle Mentality members, our hearts are troubled, and we are coming, to, we are coming, and we are telling you that let us rise and build. Let us rise 
and there. And that is by using our minds to address our difficulties. And as we get the solutions, we develop our minds. This is the truth. And it is the only truth that will set us free. So I say once again, may the overshadowing presence of God that keeps the stars in the open from falling on us. Oh, and that keeps the planets in their courses without clashing with one another. Keep and keeps you, lead you, direct you, guide you, and give you an open mind and a receptive heart such that this message will fall on a fertile soil, that you begin to take this and move in the right direction. You are powerful. You are greater than you think. But it is your right and divine right to realize this. Once again, I am Emmanuel Kwejo Mensa, a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. At Eagle Mentality Group, we dedicate our resources, our time, our everything to the teaching and the propagation of information about the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles that all men and women knew from ages that they used to develop and create wonders in their lives. To develop, to create a new Africa, to, to, to gather a new crop of Africans that do things and do think and do things in a different way in alignment with the laws of the universe and our own being to create a new Africa, an Africa that the world has been waiting for, an Africa that we have every man and woman, every kinds of men and women living in our, on our lands, regardless of what they call themselves, who they are. And that is demonstrating the diversity of God and to the glory of God. And this is the dream. And once again, the can, when the carnal mind says it cannot be done, the man with vivid imagination and faith says it is already done. Therefore, I, Emmanuel Mensah, I declare that it is already done. Thank you, and God bless you.